Hey, oh, what's going on, guys? This is Mo. I'm here with Todd Dersham. What's going on, guys? Guest host today, filling in for Ben. Uh, Ben's in Texas. They say everything's bigger in Texas. I don't know, but Ben's there on some business. Miss you, Ben. Yeah, we miss you. Uh, great show for you today without Ben. Uh, I'm gonna lead you with our song. We'll get right back to you in a minute. Podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. But I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. I don't want a showboat. But I gotta go, bro. Got a cooler in the cellar full of trillium beers. Yeah, I'm talking a boatload. Never in a million years would I ever drink a Michelob. Oh no, they might have brewed this beer from elephant feces. Hmm, what an elegant species. And you better get me, please. Another weird beer. Make it real clear. Noob said to have it. Smooth on the palate, but super hoppy. The ABV turned loose to choppy. The way we drink is a little bit reckless. Yes, but I never left Ben's when he cracking open the cold one from the vault, wall to wall. Don't spill at all. You're listening to the new podcast if you like to wait two hours for one growler you come to the right place and if you need someone to mule your beers mo's wife will do it with a baby in her stomach now that's commitment and that's the difference between ben mo and you so up your vocabulary and grab a beer because this is new correct new this is new this is new this is new correct correct what's going on guys this is mo here with todd Got a great lineup for you here today. Episode 31. You are part of episode 31, Todd. How do you feel about that. it? I love it. It's like almost the end of a month what, type thing. Like what, was the, over. what was the last episode you were in? Do you even remember the number? I don't remember the number. I feel like it had to be in the 20s. Well, well it, was at, it was after Christmas before New Year's, right? Yeah, I think so. So like it was, 26, Yeah, it was probably somewhere around. It wasn't even that many episodes ago. Yeah. Well, you're back. No, I'm glad to be back. Thanks back again. Me. Uh, we got a great show here lined up for you. Got some cool things to talk about. Uh, just go over the quick tap list as always. We're going to go over some local events. Got some really cool things there. Uh, we'll do a quick what are you drinking because we got a great lineup of beer in front of us today. Um, sorry that you can't see it, but we'll make sure to describe it in impeccable detail. Absolutely. As we always do when we're, when we're trying beer. Uh, we got a cool 3-2-1 segment here, a little Super Bowl themed uh, segment. Um, then we're going to go over a quick beer beef, some local news regarding a local brewery, um, some weird shots fired maybe, I'm not exactly sure, uh, but we'll kind of get our, our take on that. We have the Rate Beer Top 10 list, I kind of wanted to touch on that real quick, and as always, Ben's favorite segment, Shelfer of the Week. So we got some really cool things to start with. First and foremost, Todd, I wanted to talk about Extreme Beer Fest. I'm excited for this. Because that's tomorrow. We are 24 hours from now. We will be, right, today's Thursday. Yeah, we'll be yeah, at Extreme absolutely. Beer Fest tomorrow yeah. at this time. We'll, we'll be right at that moment where we're trying to decide if we uh, should leave early to go right. uh, saddle up for the next day. Or, yeah, we're going to have to tread lightly here. Yeah. You don't want to go too ham the first day because that second session is what, 12? Yep. So comes, comes quicker than you. Yeah, can. and you got to you know, you got to I got to get back up there. At yeah. least you're staying there. I don't know if that's better or worse cuz you're more likely to go out after. I yeah, no, I'm I'm going to go back. I'm going to I'm going to Well, good. I'm going to That's pull. good. So you got your head in the right place. I like yeah, that. Yeah, no. Well, maybe. I mean, not now that you mentioned it, I might go out. So, well, I don't I mean, I don't know. You're going to have your wife there and the that's little true. one. That's true. I mean, I don't know. I don't Maybe you get into some nonsense, maybe you don't. Yeah, maybe we find a babysitter. Who so knows? there's there's 90-some-odd breweries there, yeah. which is nuts. I've never been to a, a festival with that many breweries. You've been to a couple more than I have. Have you been to Extreme Bear Fest before? Uh, one year. Um, nice. And then I've been to the Microbrew Invitational up there. Okay. So similar size there with yeah. that one? Yeah, it's the same It's the same stuff. It's it's okay. huge. You know, there's you're not going to miss anything. They, they're selling some, um, you know, some some t-shirts and hats and stuff like that so you can walk away with some stuff and now since these are free press passes i might be inclined to buy a t-shirt yeah right i usually don't buy t-shirts at the events that i go to yeah i buy t-shirts at the breweries that i go to because that's you know right. that's what i yeah, want you've been there and... even when my brewery closes like yeah. the commons brewery that we went to 
on the West Coast on the honeymoon. That place closed. Oh. Was bought by Modern Times. Okay. So that's kind of cool. I have a similar story a with, with my wife. Uh, the first the first restaurant that we that we uh, that I ever took her to closed yeah. down. So we thought is it, it still a, a restaurant we now? It was a bad omen. No, it like shut down. Ouch. Yeah. No, but but hey, it no, went well. We're you breaking. Know? We're breaking the stairs. That was how many years ago? To ten plus. Holy shit! Yeah. Well. Hey, well, good for you. Glad yeah. the closed restaurant didn't slow you down. Yeah, no. It, it so. shouldn't. You know, that has nothing to do with a marriage, let's be real. Absolutely. So, I mean, we have some favorite breweries that we're going to see there. Um, we we kind of have a game plan. I mean, we kind of talked a little bit off air. I don't know if we actually landed on any actual decisions. Yeah. But we talked about some we possible some game plans. Yeah. If you guys want to send in any of, like, what you think we should do. But we thought about splitting up, possibly doing just a bunch of sours, yep. maybe IPAs on the first night. And then a tackle maybe some of the heavy stuff the next day, or try to figure out, organize, you know, have a little bit of everything and kind of work away from light to heavy. You know, I think it's great to have a game plan going into events like this, but I find so often that game plans just get thrown right yeah. out the window. Yeah. And it, we had a little bit of a game plan, Ben and I, when we went to Birvana, and basically the game plan was to get in, locate Long Live, locate Proclamation, so that we could come back as necessary. To go to like the top, you know, the top breweries. Make sure we knew where Cantillion was being released right. so that we could get over there. Make sure we knew, you know, just kind of like get a lay of the that, land. That was a weird release. Of, yes. You could just like walk up in front of the whole Yes, line which is line. what Ben did actually for the Cantillion release. He created the line. Yeah. He was like, line. what time are you doing this? 8 o'clock? It's 7.45 and I'm going to wait here until you do this. This is the line. That's and he just, pour, he just got samples of random beers until eight o'clock and then eight o'clock rolled around and they tried to make the line on the other side and he was like no 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 i formed the line right here and we got cantillion it was great um so i think that's definitely necessary like getting a lay of the land i don't know if there's not going to be silent releases there or anything like that or Uh, maybe there are for the most part i haven't experienced that there but what they'll do is timed releases okay well all right that's that's kind of what i was referencing i didn't i don't know why i said silent releases i meant more of like timed releases but uh, that'll be great definitely getting a lay of the land going over the pamphlet or book or whatever the hell they give us definitely figuring out where we want to be what time we want to be there but for the most part i think it's just going to be freestyle yeah you're just winging it oftentimes you're just trying to find the shortest line after yeah a while. definitely that's going to be that's going to be uh, uh definitely what we're going to be doing for the bulk of the night <laughs> but there's, there are definitely some breweries that i'm stoked about i know you're stoked about we put together a little piece um that i believe joe farrow posted in the the noobed facebook group by the way you can find us on facebook if you're not already there n-e-w-b-d new england weekly beer discussion we have both a fan page and a you know like a chat page where you can kind of drop the beers that you're trying um and that that sort of thing just a discussion page um, but i believe joe farrow posted the link to what we put together just a little like synopsis of some breweries that we're excited about uh, is there anything like must have for you like there is there one brewery that you're like it's, i am stoked to see that they're there i gotta try their stuff jake jake wakefield always brings it okay uh every time i'm at one of the big events that the beer that they have is just there's one beer that just seems to be incredible okay um and again it i from what i've seen they don't have as big of a following but four quarters I I could find myself. You're all about them. I, seriously, I could find myself sitting at their, at their booth just getting beer after beer. It was like drinkable. It was flavorful. It was, uh, just really desirable. I was just like, man, like there wasn't a big line, and it didn't have, I guess, like all the hype, if you will. Okay. Um, you know, when you're at some of those big, big events. Just looking at these offerings, I can see exactly why you're stoked about Jay Wakefield. Because you're all about, I mean, you've talked about this a couple times off air again, the milk stouts. You're all about the stouts. Like, you want a game plan for the heavy stuff. That seems to be what you're most excited about. And I'm just looking at the list. They have a bourbon barrel-aged s'more, uh, American double imperial stout. They have even more nuts, which I can only assume has hazelnuts or something something like that. Another American double, 13, 12%. They've got a a milk stout at 10%. You don't usually see milk stouts that high. That's exciting. And then three sours. Well, I would assume were sours. They're all American Wilds. Uh, kind of a cool array from Jay Wakefield. Like no it. IPAs, which, you know, whatever. You know, bring that's, some weird stuff. That's fine with me. I know there was a lot of, you know, there's still some IPAs in here, but that's what I liked about the list was, 
it was just a bunch of random beers. And I think people, are, breweries are just starting to, to, to really like develop that, you know, yes. different aspects of their brewery. And, and, Definitely. And it's great. And you were talking about cream ales, great too. flavors, yeah. yeah. Cream ales. I noticed you were, you were gung-ho about the cream ales. Who was it? Was it Carton? Carton. Carton I was believe, bringing a yeah. couple cream ales, a kind of high percentage. Yep. Yeah, right there. Caffey Caffey and Uncoochin. Yeah. Uh, I don't Uncoochin. know. I'm probably butchering these. And then St. Kitts Coffee, which I would assume would have something to do with coffee. So. And then one called Sunday, which is a Russian Imperial Stout. So Sick. I'm yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gassed about all these breweries. I think most most of all, I think the two that I'm most excited about are Aslan from Virginia, which we talked about before. I think I mentioned on the last podcast. Never had any of their hops before. I've heard great things about the brewery. And then, I mean, Bottle Logic's going to be there. I'm stoked about them. And then Vanished Valley. I just finally had a beer from them last last week and we we actually opened one tonight open one tonight we got the no trespassing ipa going today uh seven percent holy grapefruit which is what you which is what you said when you when you took your first sip (laughs) so i'm definitely gassed to try some of their stuff um anything else that stands out to you any styles any any breweries that you're i mean proclamation's going to be there too with a couple wild ales um, we've got uh, night shift. I mean, that's always kind of a staple at events like this. Single cut's going to be there. The yeah. Springdale Barrel Room too. I mean, we could go right. on and on yep. forever, man. This is going to be absolutely. This is going to be a lot of fun. Transmitter was another one that you were excited about. Yeah. Um, I think this is just going to be a great time. Yeah, it's really exciting. <laughs> so we will be at Friday night's event, uh, six to nine thirty, uh, and then we'll be at Saturday's event, which is twelve to, to three thirty. Twelve to three thirty. We're going to skip Saturday night just for so sobriety's sake. Absolutely. So that we can actually get home safely. Um, but you had some other things that were going on over that weekend. Yes, yeah, so Trillium in- posted on their Instagram that there's going to be some tap t- tap uh, tap takeovers. So on Friday night, Jay Wakefield's going to be at the Trillium Garden starting at 4 p.m. So that would be uh, so we're gonna, exciting. Are there's we going to try po- to do that or There's what? a possibility we might be okay. able to shoot up there. Possibility's fine. Yeah, I, I'm not sure, like, what's the capacity at that place? Cause it's, I've never I would been. imagine it's going to be packed. This is at the, the new Roslindale place, I would guess. It's not at the it's Trillium. Substation. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I honestly, I don't even know where that is. I don't so, know either. I mean, I'm, I'm taking the tea in, so I'm going to be in that area. So maybe you take it up a little early and go yeah. check it out. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be... try to cut out of work at 2, and I'm just going to shoot right up there, but I still think that puts me in the area right around close four. to 4. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's early enough to actually get into the to that event yeah but. it might be it might not be like you know maybe waiting but and then on saturday saturday <laughs> there's That's gonna be right. at the trail garden there um there's gonna be notch uh there nice. wasn't there wasn't a time on that one i don't know if it'll start earlier because it's on the week weekend and then sunday is when at notch That's- brewery they're going to have Trillium as a guest for a beer launch, which is going to be pretty cool. So that's... So a couple, couple local things going on that you can do if you're not going to the EBF. That's a confusing one to me, the the notch, because I, I wasn't sure if I just missed it on the list. So I was checking the list again. Notch isn't at EBF. Yeah, I think... Which is... Just, I mean, that's great that they're just doing, like, these random events and stuff, yeah. like breweries that wanted to be a part of it. Maybe Notch wanted to be in EBF, and it... It didn't work out. Yeah, I don't they, know how it works. It was but... full by the time they noticed. I, I don't know what the what the thing was there, but, I mean, that's cool just to have these random events where I love when breweries share lines and they share products and, hey, we'll do a thing at your place. If you do a thing at our place, right. that's that's great, and that's really kind of yeah. what this industry is all about. Like and, being... when, and when these breweries come into town, that's usually when they, they make the most of it. You right. know? It's like, hey, we're already up here. We might as well bring some kegs along and you know do some tap takeovers and spread the love. But everybody and, and tease everybody maybe everybody makes out at events like this you know Absolutely. big events you got local bars that are going nuts with people because they're in the area they're excited um you got distributors that are making money because they're selling a ton of beer to this place you've got the breweries making money and now they're collaborating on stuff they're yeah. you know they're doing co- collaborative events do you think so, they secretly use these as like kind of like test markets i would i definitely think a lot of that because you don't see a whole lot of breweries bring like their staples Unless you're talking about, like, okay, Sam Adams always brings their staples. Um, you know, there are a handful of breweries that just bring, like, even Jack's Abbey. I, I didn't see what Jack's Abbey was bringing, but they're another brewery that, for me, I mean, they bring their Hoponius and their Framingham or everywhere they go. 
Those are good beers. Don't get right. me wrong. I, I like those beers. But, like, this is kind of what I want to see, like, the 2014 Cherry Brawn. It's a fruit vegetable beer that they're bringing. I can't imagine. I mean, that's not going to be something that they release, obviously, because it's 2014. It's right. just something that they found in their cellar. But I kind of want to see breweries, like, do weird things. Yeah. I love that sound, by the way. <laughs> just do weird things, man. Try something. This is the place to do it. Right. You know, because these, these distributors, I mean, these, these venues are asking you to come to these venues and do this event. Bring something weird, man. Yeah, like, it. try something. You know, try to be different. Try to stand out. Because I would think, as a brewery, I would want to be the best one there. Yeah. Like, don't you want to be one of the highlights that everybody's talking about after? Like, oh, man, I did not realize that, you know, Relic or Kane. Like, or I quarters. didn't. Holy hell. Like, I didn't know they were that good. Exactly. So, I mean, that's that's my take on it. I don't know if that's exactly what they think. But I think some breweries do. Some breweries don't. Right. And the ones that do are the ones that we end up talking about on Saturday when we come back. That's right. Speaking of that. I gotta finish this beer so I can move on to the other half Trillium collab. Um, Saturday, I'll, I'll tease this now. We will be doing a breakdown of some kind um, regarding our event, um, the Extreme Beer Fest, our experiences at the event. We'll break down our favorite breweries, our favorite beers, and kind of just the overall feel of the event. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. We'll post this podcast up on the new page, up on Stitcher, and all that nonsense. Uh, we'll post that up tonight. But there will be another podcast, uh, brief follow-up, maybe you know, maybe 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. We'll see how it goes. Um, but we'll definitely be doing some kind of breakdown there. So something to look forward to if you're, you know, if you're digging this kind of thing. Anything else? I mean, I think we beat that horse dead. Yeah, just a lot going on. Up I'm, in so, the I'm barely area. breathing. I'm like, it's, I'm into it. Like, I, I had goosebumps at you're one point. Go, I'm like, wicked excited tonight. I'm like, wicked excited. It's like Christmas. It's like Christmas. Yeah. It's like Christmas Eve, man. No, it's 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 all it's an awesome event. I mean, it's like a flood. Everybody just like rushes, and you're like wrapped around the building. Well, I don't know if we'll have to rush because we'll be like, oh, we'll be like Wayne's World when right. they like got the backstage I'm, passes. I'm gonna, like, it's a whole different experience. Excuse me. I've been on the other end. Coming through now. Coming through. I've been waiting on the other side of the building. Yeah, man. Wbob.com. It goes quick. That line quick because it's so big in there. They just they get everybody in. And the only thing I've go. ever been there for is the Cisco. Uh, no, I don't know if it's Cisco. It's the the food show and the seafood expo. It's like this big event. They open up like the whole place. One side's the just the regular food. One side is just seafood, and it's equipment vendors. It's food. It's container vendors. It's everybody under the sun, like cutlery and hey, this is our new popcorn popper and all kinds of crazy stuff. And that place is huge. So I'm wondering what it's going to look like with only 92 breweries or whatever. It's a lot, yeah. like you said, it's a lot of space. It's be, it's, it's a decent amount of space. So it's, I, it's I'm good. very excited. I can't wait. A um, couple other local things, you know, kind of backseat, I guess, which is amazing because this is the ninth year of the beer summit at Rose Alley Alehouse in New Bedford downtown. Nine years. Nine years. Have you ever done the summit? I have not. So the summit started today. Today's February 1st for anybody who doesn't know and is not flipping their calendar pages. It is February 1st. Started at 9 a.m. today. They don't normally open for breakfast, um, but being the beginning of the summit, they open for breakfast, I think, on the weekends. Saturday and Sunday, they yes. do brunch. brunch. Kegs, and, kegs and eggs, they call it's, it. It's, it's a wonderful thing. So they started today at 9 o'clock, six beers per day. You got 28 beers to drink. Um, first one to finish gets to pick a couple beers for next year's challenge. Um, you're going to end the challenge this year with Dogfish 120, which is a cool 28th beer to have. Um, I find this list to be a lot of shelfers, which is okay. You have to be able to offer the beer for the whole month, so I get why they do it. Right. What are your thoughts? Were there any beers that kind of stood out to you at all? Were you excited about any of these? I will not be doing the Summit. I did the Summit one time in 2016. I did not do it in 2017. It was a lot of fun. Very expensive. It will add up, you know. Oh it's, yeah, and but, you eat every time you're there too. Right. Yeah. It's just, costly. It was a lot of fun though. I don't know. There's a, there's a couple. I mean, I it, like you said, it, it's tough to have uh, just an outstanding list. Yeah. You know, I mean, when outstanding meaning every every beer is just because you can't be, get those like, crazy one offs. You can't yeah. get those like you know, oh, we brewed five kegs of it. No, that's not going to work for them because they have nine hundred people or something, probably even more than that, that do the summit. It's, right. It's stupid couple that uh, I'm interested in are going to be, I've really enjoyed the Melvin um, from the Melvin Brewing, so I've really enjoyed that. There's a Grim on there. Which one do they? Oh, they, all right, they have the Staple IPA, okay. Yep. 
Obviously, the two roads, too juicy. Yeah, Shout I mean, that's, that. I mean, yep. that's, that's my know, that's, jam. That, I love that's your too jam. juicy. Yeah, I know. And then, um, you know, for the most part, those are those are the main ones. It's 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 a good list. You know, it's one of those things where some of these, like if it's if it's an event you want to try, maybe these some of these like random ones that are relative uh, shelfers, stuff that you just haven't really tried and maybe yep. had the opportunity to, but like you're like, All right, I'll try it. You know, let's let's do this. Let's get some of these out of the way and kind of put them under our belt. I think they do a great job of using the summit as a a way to introduce people to like the right. world of craft beer. Like this is like a crash course. They've got, you know, they've got some IPAs, they've got some high percentage beers, they've got some low percentage beers. They usually have one or two like um like sours or, you know, like different style like an maybe like an amber or something like that. Just like a really just like a nice crash course on this is what you're going to be getting into if you get into the craft beer world. I like that. Like yeah, a and beginner's these are good, kind of... These are good entry points for that. And they know? are. I mean, a lot of these beers are really cool staples. They do have a couple newer I don't releases. really want to sound like I'm talking down on this. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how Because I feel like we're really off. spoiled with, yeah. with what, we're, what, we're, what we get into, but at the same time... And Rose Alley's been killing it lately, too. They've had Proclamation a few times on draft. Yeah, that's exciting to see. So, I mean, they're getting Sip of Sunshine. I mean, a lot of places are getting that now, too. But they've had Sip of Sunshine on a bunch of times. So, like, they're, they've really stepped up yeah. their beer game, I thought. But, you know, for something like the Summit, and why, awesome. why, why fix something that's not broken? Right. They've used this system for nine years, and they get more people every year. There's more than the last. And they've even, if you flip it over to the back of the card, I have a card in front of us, obviously, that you can't see, but I did a little research today. Um, they've actually, and they did this last year, too, um, first-year participants aren't necessarily guaranteed to have a mug in the restaurant. So normally you wow. go there. When we did it, there was still like a shitload of people that did it, but we went. We were number 225, and... 309 and you went in there and they grabbed your mug off the ceiling and they filled it up with beer now what they do because there's so many people that do it they don't even have space for the mugs so they only do mugs up to 500 and then if you're over 500 you still get a mug that you take home and then when you come in they give you like a number like 504 505 and i don't know exactly how they do it but they give you a big like house mug that you can still drink a, a beer out of so gotcha. you still get the perks like the twenty ounce pour for the sixteen ounce price, but that's not... almost better because you do you well do you get to keep your mug anytime you want or would you? Have I to keep took it, it home, but they make you take it. I don't know if they make you take it home or if just ask that you take it home if you're inactive. <laughs> yeah, like because I wasn't doing it the next year. So before they started the twenty seventeen summit, they posted a bunch of stuff on social media and they were like, "Hey, come and pick up your mugs if you didn't from last year." So we went and picked up our mugs at that point. So that's why we we have them upstairs. I kept them because they're pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's hand blown glass from some local place. That's uh, McDermott Glass Studio and Sandwich. That's yeah. the place that they. And that's use something glasses, you know. So. At the end of your years, your liver's gonna be like, "Hey, this is my reward. This, yep. is, this is my." So anybody interested? Anybody interested? It runs for the whole month of February. You have till the today's. This is not a leap year. Twenty eight. No, it's not a leap year. So you got twenty eight days to do this. Twenty eight beers. I can't wait to try. I gotta finish this one first. So I'm gonna get into the other half trillions. The Triangle Test is our next beer on, on deck here. Um, so that closes up the beer assignment. We're just going to end it there. Go and check it out. But if you do go, be prepared to wait in lines because it, it's nuts. There's so many people that go there. Even if you think it's going to be dead, it's not going to be dead. It's going to be busy. Um, oh, yeah, we didn't even get into what are you drinking. No, we've just been stuck on local That's, events. And we, I was so excited to get to the Extreme Beer Fest, I completely skipped what are you drinking on the tap list. I think I mentioned it at the We top literally of the show. just talked about everything we're supposed to talk about later on. Yeah. I, I think I've destroyed this podcast. That's but all right. We're going to have to recover from it. So, hey, Todd, what are you drinking, buddy? Oh, man. So, um, <laughs> I'm very fortunate to uh, be able to get my hands on some mm. other half stuff. So, we have the triangle tests. The I only have the two out of the three right now. Yeah, we you messed the, up. I know. The Citra T90, <laughs> the Citra T45, and the Lupulin powder. And then the one with the T45. So that's what I'm on right now. Yes. I have the T45. You have the T45 and T90s? All of them and the Lupulin Power. Okay, so it's the middle one that we're missing. The middle one, the T90. Just the T90. So we've got those tonight. What else did you bring? Wangies. Okay, yep. I see that one here. Yep. That one will probably be a beer review later. That's a 8.3% Imperial Rye Cream IPA. That's interesting. Yep. Collabo with Burial. 
delicious. I, th- I think this is what Ben brought home. I can't remember if that was the uh, growler that he brought. I think he brought home, like I said, the spicy wingies. Okay, that might have been yeah. it. That might have been it. Okay. Yep. And then I, I have can the check progress, the process progress. Mm-hmm. Proclamation, um, I've never really actually did. gotten to try that. And then we just finished, like you said before, the, the Vanished Valley. The No, no trespassing, trespassing IPA. And I think we're going to do the green, very green today. I like that. I think we're going to get into a review with that. So that's some of the things that we have going on tonight. Um, I, mean, I don't even know. we got to get into that maple bacon porter. Shout out to Danielle. Yes. Funky Buddha. Went to Funky Buddha. on va- Well, she went on a vacation, on a cruise and whatnot. She left from Fort Lauderdale. Texted me while she was down there. We had talked about where she was going to be going to. She had already been to Funky Buddha. I wasn't giving her any additional information. She already knew what was up. So she went to Funky Buddha and actually scored two bottles of maple bacon porter for me. Um, can't thank her enough. I don't know if she listens to the podcast. Of course she should. But shout out to Danielle. She was here earlier and dropped those off. Hung out with the little one for a little while. So oh, we I don't have know. a short, dark, and breakfast. Oh, yeah. We got that, too. I another, also have a short, dark, and handsome. If you wanted to do a, a little taste We us. could do a taste of that, too. That would be another little, like, semi-vertical. Not really a vertical. It's more of like a... Like a horizontal? The, the I don't shift. know what you call that. Like the variant test. You like uh I don't know. Stranger Things guy? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. A different it's parallel. like yeah, like it's you, the underwood no, what do they call it? The, the under the Wow, this is great radio. Uh yeah. the, the the down under? The, no. Uh the underneath. The underneath. Yeah. No. I don't know, it was something like that. I now I can't I'll think of it later. Okay, so alright, I'm finally ready to get into this. Um, so where were we? So now we did the what are you drinking? We got to get to the three, two, one. All right, because right. the Super Bowl is coming I'm ready up. For this, this is exciting. Super Bowl is coming up on Sunday. I'm not giving anybody some news there. Holy hell! Everybody knows that that's coming up. This smells phenomenal. Um, so I came up with a little three, two, one segment. I want to get into some over under prop bets. I tried to keep it simple for you. So we're gonna do a three, a two, and a one. Just tell me what you're thinking. I'm assuming you're going to a Super Bowl party of some kind. Absolutely. And so, in fact, you're going to you're going to two. Two. Okay. One's going to be a little more like laid back, and the but the the initial one, you know, because having the little one, it's hard to stay up all night. Okay. You know, especially at someone else's house. So we're going to go there to to a friend's house, nice. enjoy the first half, take off to the in-laws for the second half. Okay. Very respectable. So some of these questions are going to be pretty easy for you to answer, maybe, but. I don't know. Are you, you're good? You, I'm good. You got what I'm you ready. Need. I'm ready. All right, so here's my, my three. One football question, uh, one football prop bet, one beer prop bet. Because, of course, this is a beer podcast. So, over, under, in the Super Bowl, three field goals in the game. What do you got? I'm, take, I'm taking the over. Okay, you got the over. I have a feeling the defenses are just going to... Do you want to venture a specific number? You don't have to. I don't want to put you on the spot there. Because I honestly think this will probably be over two. I would say four field goals in the game, if I had to guess. I feel like that's that's the easy way. Okay. Just to say the one over, you know? Like, well, I, 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 <laughs> I think there's going to be, I think there's definitely going to be some field goals. I mean, they're not going to run up down the field on each other. I don't, These I don't, are two pretty decent defenses. I don't know. I'm, I'm torn because I, I feel like this excitement, I feel like it just might be this, like, this game that, there's a couple points scored in the beginning, but then like it's just gonna break open. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean but, that definitely could happen. But maybe in the beginning they just start racking up field goals. So yeah, I, I, I'll I'll go with five. I think okay. maybe in the beginning like the their offenses are kind gonna feel each other gonna out. move down the field, but then kind of just gets you know kind of stumped in the beginning and then okay, and then the uh, second half will be different. Okay, so do you want to do all right? Let's do the other three here. We'll do the beer three, okay. and then we'll get into the two. So. This is your three for the from the beer world. Over under breweries from three different states featured at your party or parties. If you want to combine the two, this is gonna be over. Okay. Uh, the number of this is gonna be difficult. It. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> most beers that are gonna be coming out are gonna be probably from a different state. Okay. For the most part, in the in the in the first party I go to, uh, I'll go five again. Like two over. I'll go okay. Five. All right, I think I'm going to one party. We're not actually even sure what party we're going to. We might be going to Craig's house with Ben and all those guys. We might be going to Jess's brother's house. We could possibly do both since Jess won't really be drinking because we'll have the baby with us. So we can easily travel if we need to. Um, 
I, I, I think we're going to go to Craig's house, though. Because he's going to have two stations set up of TV watching. Like, that's that's kind of a cool atmosphere. And all those guys are, like, diehard Patriots fans. So I kind of want to be around that. Um, but I think, honestly, I'm going to be under. Because I don't think... Like, my friends aren't super beer guys. They they try to do, like, their thing. But there's going to be a ton of Massachusetts beer. Because, okay. like, when they go to buy beer at the liquor store, a lot of times... They go for Massachusetts beer, or they go for... It's like Castle Island, or... You know, my buddy Jay tries to get, like, some weird stuff. Um, But I I think we might be under, because I'm only bringing Massachusetts, I'm pretty sure. I'll just have some Treehouse with me. Well, I don't think I'm going to bring any, like, crazy shares. I guess I'll have just the New York stuff, but I expect expect some different stuff. Yeah, I mean, those guys, Colin... You're going to Colin... With Colin and Seamus, and... Yeah, they'll, they'll pull out some weird stuff, and... You'll have I don't know, maybe I'll bring a couple more just to make sure. Just I get to make that. sure you get to the five. Okay, <laughs> no. make yourself look good. No, on I can't. No, I respect that. You know, you got to rig the own, you rig your own bets. Yeah. Um, so here's the two question. You ready? Yep. I think this first one's an easy one. This is a football one. Over under two turnovers in the game. I think under. I'm gonna go with under. Oh. Yeah. I, oh. I know I was like back and forth, but my feeling on this is that they're both gonna take care of the ball. They're I just mean, they not going to potentially score a ton of points in the beginning, as we okay. talked about with the field goal. So yep. I think they're going to get back and forth down the field, or maybe turn it over on on you know downs or whatever and punts. Under, um, under, wow. But I think I think they may come, and I just don't see I just don't see definitely the Patriots making a ton of mistakes. Okay. At the same time, I really you know the only thing I've kind of. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't think they're gonna make an, uh, too many mistakes. So I'm gonna go okay. under. Yeah. I'm gonna take the over on that one. I think there's gonna be like four turnovers in this game. Okay. I see Nick Foles throwing a couple picks. I could easily see a Patriots turnover at some point. After all, they did turn over the ball a couple times um, in their in their last game against the Jaguars. They had that awful, awful, awful fumble. Uh, I believe it was Dion Lewis. Um, I, I can easily see the Patriots having a turnover, but I can see the Eagles having like three. I see Foles throwing a couple picks. I can see Legarrette Blount dropping one on the ground. See, I don't. I can see some weird things that like jinx people. So I, mean, I don't give I a shit. Keep... I don't care about jinxing. I know, but you're. <laughs> I think the Patriots re- win regular, this game. Your regular host does. I know. I know. He definitely does. You, you may he never would be, be on this podcast. He would be incensed <laughs> if he heard what I was saying right now, and he will at some point. He's gonna be like, "Mo, what the hell were you doing?" But I mean, I think the Patriots win this game, but there's gonna be some turnovers. And Foles, yeah. Foles is going to crap in his pants. That's legitimately what I think. The big stage, I don't know if he's ready for it. Like, this is... I mean, he's made it... I, I don't know. That's tough to say. Know. He's made it I this far. I just don't see it. But, I don't know. Moving on to the one question. This one's a little harder. Oh, I skipped the two. Over under. This is the beer question. Two stouts opened at your party. Can't believe I skipped that one. This one's kind of tough. Because it's this like is, stout season, but... Right. I, You know what? I'm going to go under. Okay. I'm going to go under, yeah, and just... I think maybe just the one will get opened. Okay. I'll make sure I bring all IPAs. So right <laughs> Colin, though. Colin loves his I stouts, know. He's, so he could easily... And it is, it is the season. He could I, easily you know screw what? you I'm on just this gonna, one. I'm just going to go with the, with the under there. All right. I'm I'll gonna, make sure I'm I... I'm going to push the IPA. Place agenda, a call to Colin. At least until I leave. Have him go anything into the that, cellar. Anything that happens after I leave doesn't count. So. Okay. I mean, I think I'm I'm under on this one because yeah. I, I don't I don't see anybody bringing anything. I'm not bringing anything from the cellar. I'm not bringing anything uh, weird or high percentage. Nobody needs that kind of nonsense on Super Bowl Sunday, especially since Ben's just gonna well, be cuddled in a corner, huddled. They may need it just, for some comfort. It's not gonna help. If they lose, it's not gonna help. <laughs> no. If they win, they're not gonna I've want seen it. That. So. My first experience with an entire New England crowd was the Tyree catch. Oh. I was in I was in a room full of people during that Super Bowl for like the first time since I met a ton of people Damn. from New England. I think I was too. I don't remember where I was during that Super Bowl. I feel like I was with the guys. I, I must have been. Um, I've seen them heartbroken before, but um, that that was that was pretty bad. That was rough. That was just it. Felt like it was snatched from you. But you know, not being a huge. I mean, I like the Patriots. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not as diehard as these guys. These, like, Craig, Ben, these guys ride or die. And Craig's been a fan since they sucked. You know, the early 90s when they were garbage. Craig was still watching them for some reason. I think he was the only guy. 
Um, now we can move on to the one. Now we can move I'm on. not going to skip anything here. I think I'm on point now. Over, under, the football one. Over, under, one defensive touchdown in the game. This is kind of a tough one. Yeah. I'm going to – I'll I'll stick with the under on this. Okay. Yeah. I think with everything else I've been saying, it doesn't make sense that okay. somehow they – you know, if I'm – if I'm under on the turnovers, then yeah, you know, I don't see the defense being. Uh... See, this is this is funny because we talked about this before the show. I'm gonna go with a push on this one. I'm ah. gonna bi- I'm gonna bitch out on this question <laughs> because I think this is this is gonna be a defensive touchdown. I think somebody's gonna screw up. Somebody's and you think the same thing. I, I know do. you do. I do. I know you do. You think there's gonna be one, but you were trying to be the bigger man, and you are. But I'm gonna go with a push. I would not. I would not want to really get involved in this prop bet. I wouldn't want to say under. I wouldn't want to say over. We gotta if make sure was, we we gotta make sure we re, re, uh, review this on the oh absolutely on absolutely. Um, I'll write down our uh, I'll write down our responses and make sure that we get back to this and uh, we'll post the we'll post our picks up on the the noob group and uh, you can weigh in too and maybe kind of weigh in before the game because if you weigh in after the game it's kind of pointless. Right, you'll just look like you know everything and you don't. So. Yeah, I'll post them up there and see what everybody thinks. I'm sure everybody's just going to make fun of us. Say, oh, this game's not going to go like that. You guys yeah. are dumb. Right. And we are. Yeah. But, you know, this is what we think. This is that's what this podcast is for. This is America. Yeah, we'll just have to remind everybody what they are going into yeah. Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. So that way, when we're right, it'll be like, yeah. oh, yeah, oh, well, you guys are really smart. Well, we kind of took the opposite, so when I'm right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could happen. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know what I'm talking about. I'm just bullshitting. All right. Over under. One beer you've never had gets opened at the party. This is this is an over. Ooh, is, all right. This is gonna be damn I've, good for you. Yeah, I have a lot of faith in you guys. I am gonna be very much the under. I would assume because Ben is not. I, nah, I'm just writing the word Ben, even though I'm trying <laughs> to miss, write my own name. You miss him. Um, I do. Um, I'm gonna be under. I don't think Ben's gonna bring anything crazy because Ben's gonna be focused on the game. Um, the only time I do have new beers is when some of these guys bring, like their you know their shelfers, like their like kind of cool shelfers. Sometimes it's a beer I've never had before, so like somebody will bring like you know like a weird Melvin or um, Jay brought something from Omnipolo once that okay. I never that I'd just I'd seen a million times I just right. never actually bought it. So I mean there's always the possibility of trying something weird there, but I, I'm gonna say I probably will not have a new beer that day. Unfortunately, fair enough, but. You know, the focus is on the game, not necessarily yeah. beer shares. We do that all the time. You know, it's it's one day that we can kind of get away from it a little bit. So that's our 3-2-1. I mean, I skipped a couple, but overall, I don't feel like it went terrible. You got to him. You know, got to him. Yeah, I just, you know, and then we kind of, uh, I've kind of goofed up this whole podcast order. Thought I had my notes in order, but, you know, we've kind of been a little bit all over the place, but that's what makes this fun. Yeah. You just kind of do your thing. This is, this is my podcast today. Yeah. Ben's not here, guys. I'm no longer a co-host. I am the host. That's right. You're the co-host. That's right. It is what it is, guys. Sorry. Uh, moving into the next segment, uh, we're going to talk about some beer beef. We got some beer beef going on, and I kind of wanted to touch base on it because I'm a little confused by it. Kind of wanted to spit back and forth for a couple minutes. Uh, there was a revival post, and I, I, I got to rephrase this right from the top. It's not a revival post. So the head brewer from Revival, Sean Larkin, I don't know the man personally. Seemed like a great guy. I've seen him post a couple times in these forums. Um, usually a pretty friendly guy, pretty agreeable. Um, I'm in a Facebook group called RI Craft Beer Forum and Trade Arena. Kind of just a cool place where people share beers that they're drinking, new releases from the area, you know, random challenges like I dare you to chug a proclamation or, you know, just dumb shit like that, guys being guys. So one of the admins the other day posted a uh, a, a screenshot of a post that Sean Larkin posted on Facebook, which some people really took exception to because they weren't really clear on what he was talking about. And we read this off air, and I'm still not exactly sure what he's talking about. But, I mean, I'll I'll read a couple excerpts here. Um, He gets into this. He says, What boggles the mind sometimes is how easy it is for people to buy their status or way into an industry that I was blessed enough to fall into. Kind of comes out swinging. I feel like that's aimed at somebody, but nobody in this thread knows who it's aimed at. Yeah, and everybody else who's talking about it 
within the threads, it's just really ambiguous. Yeah, he he obviously keeps it broad for a reason. He says some people will read this and think it's about them. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. A couple brewer, I mean, there's a lot of brewers in this group. Obviously, he's one of them. Um, the the head brewer from Henry and Fran, uh, his name's Zach. I'm blanking on his last name, but Zach's in this group. Uh, Armando from Long Live is in this group. Uh, I mean, there's, there's brewers in this group that all, they, they collaborate on things, they talk shop. It's really a cool group to get into. I'm not even exactly sure how I got in in the first place. Somebody must have accepted me assuming I brew something, but I don't. Maybe this post is about me. Yeah. Because I just bought my way into this group. I paid five bucks to get it. No, I didn't. You know what? But no, it I could be. About it. it could be about me. You know, I don't know. sometimes people whose leg do you got to hump? Have these moments where they they just feel like they got to let loose. This this feels like something a little more internal. Yeah. This feels like you know like you got to be uh, uh, on the maybe not on the inside but within within that whole kind of craft beer uh, world. Uh, you, do you think he's talking? Do you think he's talking about his staff? That that just dawned on me. We didn't talk about this before, but do you think he's talking about his staff? I don't know. Like maybe I, he had a falling out with like, somebody. I don't think the staff is like trying to buy their way into anything. Yeah, that like, actually that wouldn't really make. It sounds something. Sounds something bigger. Like to me, the way I interpreted it was like you have a bunch of guys in suits that don't know anything about right. You know about br- brewing beer and and they're the ones just kind of laying down the money. But instead of being like silent partners, these guys or gals. I'm, to be yeah could be know, girls um are Shout out far to crooked more, current are far more vocal uh about like maybe their influence on their own brewery when really mm. like they they wouldn't know how you know they don't know the chemistry you know and the and the you know just what what it takes to brew a good right. beer i mean you know anybody can brew some stuff at home and and kind of learn these properties but you know a lot of these brewers have legit <laughs> degrees yeah. in in oh, biochemistry yeah. or you know whatever yep. it is and and go on further to to learn this stuff and learn how the bacteria interacts with you know the hops and stuff it's 100% of science i mean there's no yeah, you know so no ifs ands or buts may, about maybe that maybe he's maybe he's just that that frustrated person who who has been experiencing that? That's how I took it. He, I mean, he goes into like I won't, I won't beat a dead horse here. Uh, this is the second time I've made that reference this podcast. Um, he says here, years back, I started something. It was but a ripple, and now the waves are here. He's kind of waxing a little poetic, crashing on our shores and doorsteps daily. There is a swell coming, a one hundred year storm of sorts, and when it comes, those who are prepared will weather it. I assume he's talking about like the craft beer bubble bursting because everybody, you know, people joke about it and not joke, but people talk about it all the time. Like this is an industry that's, you know, getting bigger and bigger and bigger at at some point. It kind of makes sense. It's got to kind of like level out at some point. Right. Right. So there's going to be breweries that close, but there's going to be breweries that open. It's just like the restaurant business. Restaurants close, restaurants open. That's kind of. Yeah, but I mean that the restaurant world doesn't have the type of community. No, definitely not. You know, like no one's going. You know, and and you kind of do in a small way. Like when you, if you were to go to like travel San Francisco, I'm sure there's you know there's enough people kind of throwing this name out there, that name out there. Definitely. But in the in the brewing community, like we know breweries in California, in Indianapolis, like we you know all these random places, we know the breweries that are there, and we we long for them. Yeah. We don't. We go. We go to a city. And try to find the food. With where with, with beer, we go to the city knowing what what beer is exactly. There. No, that's definitely true. So, I think beer carries a lot more clout. Um, I mean, I I can definitely say from my point of view, I've gone on a trip specifically for beer, not for a restaurant <laughs> right. or any specific food per se. But we've I mean, we've gone to Burlington, we've gone to Portland, yeah. Specifically, like let's go to Stowe, let's go to Burlington, let's go to Portland, let's go to Bissell Brothers, let's go to these places. So, I mean, you definitely bring up a good point there. Just a really weird... And, and the, the admin, in his post, <laughs> he actually is kind of funny. I thought he was talking originally about a beer review. Like, maybe like a bad beer. Like, when I was first looking at this, I thought, oh man, Revival must have put out like a shit beer or something. And he's like making fun of it. Because the post says, it's like eating fresh whole cone cascade while eating lemons like apples so bitter and it wasn't until i actually read the post that i realized he was just talking about this post being really bitter and he was obviously really mad about something but i thought like this was a beer review and i was like that 
Sounds like an awful beer because I hate eating lemons and eating hops. I've done it before. It's terrible. It's super, super bitter. Um, but that, then I did get the joke. So shout out to Ryan from the RI Craft Beer Forum and Trade Arena. Uh, I don't know if he listens to the podcast. Again, he should. But just some really weird, maybe some more stuff will come out about this. Maybe we'll find out, you know, this guy was just, maybe he was hacked. Who knows? People always say, like, oh, yeah. my social media was hacked, and that's why I said this. But I was just hoping it wasn't turning into, like, this big, huge thing. I, I'm hoping he doesn't name, like, a brewery. Like, that would be, like, my worst case. Like, he's calling out somebody, right. and he names that person specifically. Because then, like, I mean, Rhode Island doesn't need that. Rhode Island's growing a beer scene. I mean, they've had a beer scene for a while. It's not like they're right. growing it. Like, Revival's been a, a decent part of it. I wouldn't say they're a fourth. You know, in the forefront, they're a yeah. little bit more in the background. But we also, but... I mean, we also don't know what some of these people were doing to kind of maybe push for potential laws. And, yeah, and things that's like true. that. So that's true. You know, I mean, some of the stuff that he he kind of digs at seems to be but that's an maybe maybe, maybe he was point. doing some footwork for for what the craft brew world could could do in Rhode Island. That's interesting. I didn't really think of it from that perspective. So. Revival's definitely more heavily distributed than just about everybody else in Rhode Island, if not everybody. I mean, definitely more than Proclamation, more than Long right. Live. And sometimes that's Sale. by choice, and sometimes yep. that's because of, like, yep. growth factors, and, and, you know, sometimes you don't want to get ahead of yourself and get too big. And somebody actually um, mentions in the in the thread somewhere, I mean, it's buried in there now because it's 200-plus comments, I think, but somebody mentions that Foolproof um, is a good example of people that didn't have the money but had the know-how. Like, the guy had a business plan, there was a business guy, and there was a brewer. And they were like, holy shit, we have what we need to make a brewery, except we don't have the do-re-mi. So they got a third guy, or a bunch of third guys, to be the money. They came up with a foolproof business plan. Haha, <laughs> that's the joke. And they started brewing beer, distributed the shit out of it, and now foolproof, although they don't make amazing beer in my opinion, but yeah. they're a successful brewery. Right. They're distributed everywhere, you can find them on most shelves. Nothing they make is great, but nothing they make is terrible, I don't think. But, I mean, somebody brought that up as a business model, and I thought that was kind of a cool point because a lot of places do need that capital. You don't always have... It costs a lot to open a brewery. Those tanks are not cheap. No. So, that's um that's our, you know, beer beef of the week. I don't know if it's even a beef. I, I called it beer beef, but I don't yeah. know. Well, see, it is... See if it manifests in there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to kind of keep an eye on this. I'll keep you guys posted on... On what's going on with that. I mean, I know me and Ben were talking about it too, so we'll uh, we'll weigh in on it when Ben comes back. I miss and, Ben. And maybe it's maybe it's just <laughs> uh, something that won't be revealed anytime soon. I hope know? not. I re- I mean, I really hope well, not that in the it way just, that like... it won't. But maybe maybe like you said, that there is some kind of bubble and and it may. Who knows? Like that. That's what it I'm definitely thinking. could. Like how? Like where can there be another brewery that will be sustainable? That's that's my biggest concern. Is who's going to move in a bucket? It's it's anybody's it's incredible guess. to me. You know, I, I I appreciate it. It's nice to be able to stop in random places and yeah. little towns to find Absolutely. small places. But at the same time, you're like, you, you just don't want people to be putting a lot into this and then you know having having it so saturated that they have you know. to close. But I mean, it's creating its own little economy. You know, yep. in a sense. I mean, absolutely. I we'll see where it goes. Hopefully, I, mean, it's... I don't think my wife necessarily listens to this, but. You know, buying a lot of Trillium and Treehouse <laughs> and other half, like, yeah, I do my part. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> we all contribute to the bubble, so, I mean, we're all part of it. So I thought that would be a cool, yeah, go for it, man. Getting into some wangies. Other the half other, and burial. Other half and burial collab, I like that. I'm almost done with this one. I'm still like a whole beer behind you because I'm talking so much. Um, So this is our final segment. Ben's favorite, my favorite, fan favorite, critically acclaimed, Shelfer of the Week. Todd's been kind enough to prepare a shelfer. I have a shelfer of the week as well. So, Todd, why don't you kick it off? Because you got a really cool shelfer that I think a lot of people, if they haven't had it, should have it. So, have it. Agreed. I feel like this is really similar to, I'm not going to go out on the limb and say it's exactly like Too Juicy. Okay. But but when this is available at most places, and sometimes it's really random when this a place has this as like their IPA. This is like my go-to IPA is Limbo IPA. Nice. Um, from Long Trail. That's so, a solid beer. Yeah, it's a it's a solid beer. That's exactly what it is. But you know, most of it's 
I don't know, based on like where I'm at. You know, yep. when I go to a lot of places, when they have this, I'm like, that's that's good. This, you know, be hoppy, still good to have, yep. but. I've know, ordered this on tap before, and I'm I'm not disappointed by it. Yeah, ever. no, it's just. They've a had nice, it at Freestones before. That's a place in, in downtown New Bedford. Nice consistent consistent beer that you can uh, appreciate. So. Um, yeah. So this is a seven point six percent. Is it an IPA or a double IPA? Just an IPA, right? Just an IPA. Yeah. Okay. I remember this one being a little more bitter. Um, than some other IPAs, but I don't. I don't remember. It's been a little while since I've had it, but definitely a cool beer to pick up. It's not going to break the bank. No. It's probably uh, it's just smooth and drinkable. Like probably you're between get some... the thirteen to sixteen dollar price point, somewhere in that ballpark, maybe eh, less. I'd think? say I'd say a little less. Okay, I don't think it'd be too bad. Does it come? It comes in fours or sixes? Probably a six. Oh, I thought you were talking just from like draft, but no. Oh no no, I mean not for draft. Yeah, no, you're right on the that price point. Okay. Yeah. So great shelfer, Long Trail. I mean, we've mentioned them on the show before. Ben's a fan of what Long Trail does. I like the Green Blaze that they put out. Yeah. I'm kind of a fan of that beer. That's a decent shelf beer for me. I was really into that one summer. Um, so great. I mean, great. Definitely a good shelf beer. You should pick it up if you can find it. My shelfer of the week, I actually included it as my shelfer of the week because it's on the Rose Alley Beer Summit list, is Trogues Nantucket Nectar. Uh, Nantucket Nectar? Did I really just say that? <laughs> it's Nugget Nectar. It's not Nantucket Nectar. Uh, it's a 7.5% IPA. Uh, hops are Nugget, which is where they get the uh, the name from. They got some Simcoe in there too. Um, it's kind of like an orangey color. They call it an Imperial Amber Ale. So I guess technically not an IPA, but um, definitely a cool beer to try. Not something that you can find everywhere, um, but something that you can find at a lot of local liquor stores. Um, that's about... I thought it said a food pairing on here too, but I don't know. I'm really messing this up. This one's kind of bitter. Uh, but definitely a solid beer. Have you had this beer before? I've not. I've had it once or twice. It's it's not bad. It's uh, nothing that's gonna wow you. Nothing gonna knock your socks off. But if you're stuck and you're looking for a reliable reliable brewery, uh, Trogues is a pretty decent place to start. So that's my shelf for the week, guys. And that's that's it. That's it. That's, that's all we got. So um, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, again, I'm Mo. This is Todd. You can follow me on Untapped Moses Malone. Are you on Untapped? You do that stuff. I am on. Untapped. I don't know if you want. To I'll be honest with you. I don't even know like the name on there. It's yeah, like you don't check in there a whole something. lot. Um, yeah, that's yeah. fine. So I mean, follow us on uh, Facebook. You can find us at NEWBD New, e- New England Weekly Beer Discussion. Again, follow us on the discussion page. Follow us on the fan page. Um, you can listen to us on Stitcher. Um, and be looking out for us for Saturday. Yes. We may Definitely. even try to do this on the way home, depending on how cooperative oh, my kid might be. That might so be cool. So maybe we could just do it in the car, so that okay. way it's like fresh. Oh yeah, you, know, you might so. have to get it really fresh. Uh, we, but we're definitely gonna be talking about the EBF uh, nice. on Saturday. I'm excited. So. I, I I can't wait. It's ex- oh. it's gonna be so much fun. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. I know this one ran a little long today, but when I'm the host, man, I just I just talk. That's what I do. There's fun things and to talk about. Usually mess up stuff and cats fall into the wall. At least that didn't happen. (laughs) Um, So, again, thank you guys. We'll talk to you soon. We'll see you on Saturday. Thank you. See you.